When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> One man who, uh, well, we can't complain here in Australia. I've heard about uh, Japanese food prices, but um, hey... He can, uh, he can do what he wants after being a part of something huge through the week for the Socceroos and getting Australia through to a World Cup. He led the line for the first part of the game at the very least. He was absolutely spent, but that didn't stop him from hanging out in the pool for the next three days before going back to Japan where he's going to play club football this afternoon. Mitchell Duke from the Socceroos joins us right now. Dukey, have you um, freshened up a little after what has been a rather big week? <laughs> Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, definitely back to reality. Uh, arrived yesterday morning back in Japan and uh, straight back to the job, training and uh, game tonight. So had to sober up quite quickly. <laughs> Who, um, I mean, mate, what take us through the the immediate aftermath of what you guys were able to achieve there against, well, I wouldn't say all odds, but a lot of odds because of the nature of qualifying 16 to 20 games away from home, a lot in lockdown, you're in quarantine, left, right and centre, trying to get back into Japan. Mate, did it feel like it was all worth it when it was done and you got through? Yeah, massively. Um, you know, a lot of us boys are obviously very active on social media, so we do get to see a lot of the negativity and the doubt um, and naysayers, I guess, with all that. Um, so, to, to get to the end of it and uh, cross that final line in the positive side of things in qualifying, um, it just felt like, I guess, a, a sign of massive relief and then pure ecstasy, really, um, with just how it was done. The backs against the wall, so much doubt, but Arnie's created an unbelievable atmosphere within the, within the group of boys and the, and the belief was always there within the group. And to be able to get the job done against, obviously, such a strong opponent, um, was just the most rewarding feeling ever. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, just with how things happened as well, obviously, like, some huge calls in the game with Redders putting in for pens and just things like that just all added to, like, the craziness of us getting the result and the celebrations were just unbelievable afterwards. Um, obviously, a bit of a different celebration. Because you're in Qatar, you can't also go too crazy straight away because you're only allowed to do certain things on licensed venues so <laughs> there was a bit of a wait to get back to the hotel and uh, then things uh, yeah went from uh, good to great <laughs> and Mitch what's that moment the moment in a team sport where you have to stand there and watch a teammate have to do something special for you to, to achieve something as huge as World Cup qualification what was it like to see Redders stand there and have to do it for the team yeah, mate, honestly, like, being on the sideline and watching it was just, I mean, I don't know if you guys seen my interview, but lost all my composure and I was literally <laughs> having a panic attack. Um, I think it's harder to, to be on sidelines watching. I actually would have felt better being on the pitch, maybe knowing that I was going to take a pen and, and, and play a part in helping us get over the line and like that. I think it would, 
ease your thing because you're more a bit focused on knowing that you're going to take a pen and, and get in the zone a bit more. But just being on the sideline, kind of being a little bit helpless just to watch and being so close to the action was honestly agony and just stressful and exciting at the same time. And then to see let us pull off the, the save at the end. And I think, like, obviously the way he approached things and, uh, you know, because... I know you run the risk of maybe looking a little bit like a clown if, like, <laughs> the way you're dancing around like that. Um, and, and if it doesn't play out in the right way, you know, the, the negative attention you can get afterwards is also a bit of a worrying factor. But, look, he pulled it off, did his job. I'm, like, so clutch and just uh, so proud that everyone got to play their part and uh, that he was the hero at the end of the day. It was just unbelievable how it played out. Hey, with Graham Arnold, I, I go back like 10 years when you were at the Mariners as a, a young enthusiastic type and running around like a madman and him yelling at you going, Jokey, like the stop overrunning type thing because you were so enthusiastic, but you just want to impress the guy. But take it forward to, to right now. Now, Arnie cops it a bit in football circles for his tactics. Like he does it a bit differently to Ange. But the, the things that a lot of people don't see, and I've heard about the man in management, and you can speak of that right now, where would you put Arnie's you know, the bedside manner, the, the man management in training sessions, in camps to get the most out of, of every single player? I think, yeah, well, I can honestly say over these 10 years, I've had plenty of coaches now um, at good levels and man management-wise, he's definitely out there with the best and second to none is from my experiences. The way he can get you so wrapped up, even like, if you're on the bench or not even in the squad, you still feel a part of the team regardless. It keeps you switched on. It keeps the environment in the training camps good because, you know, you, you have to make hard decisions. Also, you have to leave players not just on the bench but out of the squad completely. We took an extended squad this, this time around, so there was about four or five boys that weren't even able to make the match day squad. But you never sensed any players were so like, you know, like, you know, some players can get so upset, I guess, and they, you can notice it massive and it can create a bit of a negative environment or, like, someone being noticeably negative because they're being dropped or not playing a part. But every lad there was just there to be a part of the group, a part of the journey. Um, no negative, no toxic environment with any boys that were left out or dropped. And that goes down to his man management, making sure that everyone's just positive energy, there to focus and still put in the hard work and training and I think that makes a massive difference like with the camaraderie, with everyone there, just knowing that we're there to back our mates, regardless if you're on the pitch, on the bench, or in the stands. Everyone's just there to back each other up and get, get us to the World Cup and, and do the country proud. And, you know, everyone still plays their part because at the end of the day, the players that aren't involved have to do their job in training to make sure the boys are getting the intensity and the quality um, so they're prepared to go into the, into the match, you know, mm-hmm. ready. So, and Arnie does that unbelievable. I've never seen such a good environment. Um, just like with all those factors that you have to consider, all the all the lads are just unbelievable. And the the environment is just very family like. All of there, like you literally go straight into being a family. All your mates have a good time. All the tables at dinner, you're always hearing chat, laughter, all that. No one's on their phones and like or quiet or anything like that. Just the atmosphere completely helps us, I think, in situations like the Peru game, get us over the line because that mateship is just next level. And that's down to Arnie creating that environment. 
And you talk about the hard work and the mateship, um, and that led in pretty well to the celebrations after. There's some iconic footage now. Um, I'll tell you what they did. They held you in the barriers, didn't they? No beers on the bus. That's unbelievable. But then when, you, when you're unleashed, how long were you in that pool and how good was it to celebrate qualifying for a World Cup? Well, that's what I mean. So like, obviously because we were at the stadium um, and there was no beers lined up, you can't have any on the bus either because you, you're only allowed to drink in like, licensed venues and stuff like that. So there was that agonising wait after because everyone's <laughs> getting a bit thirsty in, in the change rooms because we've only been able to like pop bottles of water. Not the same effect, really. Um, but yeah, once we got back to the hotel, it was straight down to the dinner, had drinks ready for the boys ready to pop some champagne as well um, for celebrations and then kicked on from there. And, yeah, obviously, with international football, lads are, are all in different stages of their season. Some are finished, so they're only off. You know, boys were cancelling flights, able to stay a bit, <laughs> stay back a bit longer to kick on the celebrations, and some had to leave a bit earlier. But I tell you what, as soon as we got back to the hotel, yeah, I think for about... 24 to 30 hours, the celebrations didn't stop. And uh, it was unbelievable, mate. It was unbelievable. And I'm sure, yes, there's been some scenes that are shown in the footage on social media. And, uh, you know, it was just such a good vibe. And uh, everyone definitely enjoyed themselves. Yeah, Martin Boyle is actually staying there. He's going to stay in his full kit until November for the World (laughs) Cup. He's going to miss the New Zealand games, Juki. He's going to miss going back to Saudi Arabia and his wedge over there. And he's just going to stay there and he'll be ready for you when you get back there, which will be great. Ah, he's earned it, mate. He's earned it. So fair play to him. And uh, <laughs> it was actually funny enough, me and him were one of the last uh, the last few people standing, to be honest. We were one of the last ones with our last flight getting out of Qatar. So, uh, yeah, we definitely enjoyed ourselves. And uh, I, f- I feel proud that I, I kept up with the Scottish man also. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got to play the Savo. With his Scottish blood. Yeah, exactly. Now you've got to play yeah, the no, Savo. No, I know, that's it. Mate, back to reality real quick. I tell you what. Because uh, yeah, I didn't feel great on the flight back, but um, once you land, I guess, <laughs> like I said, it's back to reality. And for me, you know, it's 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 a funny little snap. Once you once I landed back in Japan, it's almost like literally back to reality. I've got a I've got a game this weekend, and now it's like because you're not a guaranteed ticket, especially a player like me. I'm, I'm sure there'll be certain shoe-ins, but I'm definitely not one of those. So for me, I was like, now that we've qualified for the World Cup and I played a good good part of that, which I'm so proud about, but now it's a, a new target set and new motivation for me to make sure I get to this club football. I've got 21 games left of this season at the halfway mark now. And for me, I've literally got to give it everything to make sure I get my ticket to the World Cup in five, four and a half months' time. Did... um at your club, did anyone really care that you qualified or they're too busy in their day-to-day existence to say, well done and get on with it? Nah, I've honestly, the Japanese people in general, even supporters from my old club that I played here in Japan, my club, they've been unbelievable. They like gave me a massive standing ovation when I turned up to the club. They're doing actually a little ceremony for me before the game tonight and giving me like flowers and, uh, a presentation um, to say thank, like congratulations for qualifying for the World Cup. Everyone's so proud of me, and I think they're just proud to have someone from Australia representing Australia that's going to go to the World Cup. Because at the end of the day, I'm also representing my club, and you know they see that as a they played their part in that as well, having someone that represents that. So 
Um, they've been brilliant, and it's been such a good reaction, and I feel so proud to be a part of my club because they've been brilliant. And, uh, and yeah, I think when they also seen me a part of some of the celebrations, knowing that there was a game this weekend, they handled things pretty well. Awesome. Yeah. It's a very respectful bunch, the Japanese, and good to hear that you've been treated like that, Juki. Mate, we'll leave it there. Uh, let you prep for the game, maybe get in a little nana nap before you go out there and do your thing um, for your club this <laughs> afternoon. Really appreciate your time in the Mowers Club, mate, and, um, yeah, catch up soon. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Mitchell Duke from the Socceroos. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.